Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. This is going to be uh, kind of the dream, dreamy episode. Most of the words are going to start with the word dream. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very glad you're here. I hope you're letting people know that you are listening to this wonderful show and you're rating and reviewing and doing all that fun stuff. I sure would appreciate it if you did that. Uh, All right, let's go ahead and talk about the words. The first word is the second form of dream. Verb from the 13th century. The past form, you could either say dreamed or dreamt. Either one of those. I guess you could also pronounce D-R-E-A-M-E-D as dreamt. I did not realize you could do that but I would say dreamed. Okay, it is a verb starting with intransitive. Number one, to have a dream. I'm dreaming because I have a dream. I don't know, that sounds like something from a musical. Two, to indulge in daydreams or fantasies, as in dreaming of a better future. Why don't we ever dream about a worse future? Does anybody do that? No, we're always, we always want life to be better in the future. Even if it's great right now, we want it to be even better. Can that happen? Is it possible? Yep, yep, yep. I am dreaming of a better future. Uh, Okay, three. To appear tranquil or dreamy, as in houses Dream in Leafy Shadows. That is a quote from Gladys Tabor. To appear tranquil or dreamy. Hmm. Houses dream in leafy shadows. So the house is in the shadow of a tree that has lots of leaves on it. And I guess it appears tranquil or dreamy. I don't know. It's kind of a weird sentence. Houses dream in leafy shadows. I definitely would be very confused about that sentence. Hmm, okay. Here is transitive number one. To have a dream of. Now what? How do you use that one? To have a dream of. I dream of a better future? Or would that that would be the other one, the intransitive. So this is transitive. This is where something's happening say, to you. I just like to use you as an example because it's a little easier to understand. Is the action, are you doing the action or is the action happening to you? To have a dream of. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Two, to consider as a possibility. The synonym is imagine. Can you even dream up what this thing is? What, how... Do whoever dreamt up this podcast? Three, to pass in reverie or inaction. And the thing that you were passing is probably time. And was it in the previous episode where we saw the word reverie? Uh, here we go. Okay. So in the first form of dream, which was a noun, The definition was a state of mind marked by abstraction or release from reality. The synonym was reverie. So then, bouncing back to today's words, the second form of dream 
is to pass time in reverie or inaction. So, yeah, just sort of thinking uh, abstract, not in reality. I think daydream would probably be similar. As in, dreaming the hours away. Just, yeah, the daydreaming uh, off off in your own little, your little land, your la-la land. You're, you're not doing anything active. You're just sitting there dreaming the hours away. I never do this. I, I really don't. I mean, I'm always doing something. Should I just sit there and spend a few hours just dreaming? The phrase dream of means to consider possible or fitting, as in wouldn't dream of disturbing you. It's not possible or fitting. I would never dream of doing this thing. That's dream of dream of i wouldn't dream of it that is an interesting one where why why did we use this word dream here in this phrase i wouldn't think of it i wouldn't dream of it hmm there is no other etymology so it is time for a sound effect which is going to be um i don't know something dreamy like uh <laughs> that's dreamy okay fine Next is dreamboat. Noun from circa 1944. This is one word. It's slang, and it is one that is highly desirable. Especially a very attractive person is a dreamboat. This is an odd phrase. Who came up with dreamboat to talk about somebody who is desirable or attractive? A dream boat? I mean, I guess a dream, oh, they're like, it's like they're not even possible. They only exist in my dreams. I guess that makes sense. But a boat? I don't want to be described as a boat. A dream boat. There's no other definitions for this, so it seems like it's very specific to this case. In 1944, the end of World War II, this word came about. Okay, that's interesting. I'm just going to do something different for a dreamy sound effect. Next is dream catcher. Two words, noun from 1989. What I think we should have now is instead of having a dog catcher in cartoons, we should have a dream catcher where there's a guy running around in a truck uh, just catching everybody's dreams. What does he do with the dreams? Why is he catching them? What's his story? Does does he does he put them in the pound? Does he give them to other people? I don't know how this works. You can come up with that later. Okay, a dream catcher is a circular framed net with a hole in the center that is used by some American Indian peoples to help block bad dreams and catch good ones. I am uh, aware enough of these things that they exist, um, that they were all about, yeah, pulling away the bad dreams, the bad juju, the bad energy, and, uh, but I don't know if I realized, even though it's right in the name, I don't know if I realized it was there to catch the good ones. Now, I think I may need to put a link in the show notes because I am a little confused. What is the hole for? Is the hole... The thing, what what goes through the hole? What is the purpose of the hole? Do the good ones go through the hole and then get caught in the net? 
or do the bad ones go through the whole like is is are, is everything getting caught in the net the bad dreams and the good dreams I'm, I'm not entirely sure how this all works so i think we got to look it up and that's why i'm going to put a link in the show notes for Dreamcatcher. <laughs> dreamer noun from the 14th century one one that dreams is a dreamer uh what is, is there a muppet song something about a dreamer uh we we are the dreamers uh what is that phrase from the, oh, oh, oh willy wonka i think there's a there's something in there about the dreamers uh i feel like there is a muppet connection too other than the rainbow connection do they talk about dreamers the lovers the dreamers and me la da 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 la la the dreamers one they're the people who dream to a one who lives in a world of fancy and imagination i think we all need to be this a just my life is just filled with fancy and imagination. Just that, nothing else, nothing real. We all like to live sometimes in a world of imagination. To be one who has ideas or conceives projects regarded as impractical. The synonym is visionary. I mean, I guess if I thought of the word visionary, I would not think of things being impractical. I'd think the opposite. Oh, they're a visionary. They can think about good ideas that are practical, not impractical. Um, I, I mean, I guess I, I would say, I wouldn't call myself a visionary, but I know that I have, I, I get ideas all the time for things, movies, uh, songs, projects, art, arty kind of things. I, I never do any of them really, but I get ideas now, does that make me a dreamer? I don't know, but I am constantly coming up with things. Not constantly, just often. Um, and and yes, are some of them possibly impractical or maybe not good? Yes, that's very possible. Sure, fine. But uh, yeah, I don't think I would say visionary. If you wanted to call me visionary, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> oh, that's not a dreamy sound at all. That sounded a little weird and creepy. La Dreamland. Oh, oh, when I read Dreamer, I was thinking, uh, there's there's a very interesting TV show. I don't know if they're still making them. It's called Dream Core LLC or Corp LLC. And I think they're only about 15 minutes each and it it's it's uh it's people who have some sort of issue come to this therapist guy who has some very interesting technology. And he puts him in a chair and makes him go to sleep with this thing. Is it like a weird liquid? And then he goes into their dream with them. He kind of plugs in, literally plugs in, and then works through their issues in this dreamland. Um, and, uh, and it's all done in rotoscope animation. The dream part is in rotoscope animation. The rest of it's live action. And, uh, it's a very odd, weird, funny, beautiful show. Uh, so if you can find it, I don't remember where I watched it. Uh, I think it was maybe on Adult Swim Cartoon Network. Anyway, Dream Core 
Corp, 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 LLC. Um, so yeah, it, it's all about the dealing with your issues in your dreams. Okay, the next word, I think I already did the sound effect. Dreamland, one word, noun from 1828. Uh, the uh, That uh, animated show, Disenchant, okay, so there was an issue. Is it disenchanted or disenchantment? It's one of those. I think it might be disenchantment. Uh, disenchantment. Anyway, that show uh, takes place mostly in Dreamland. I believe that's the name of their uh, their land, their something. An unreal, delightful country existing only in imagination or in dreams. The synonym, I guess some people call this, Never Never Land, which... My only connection to that is from Peter Pan. They would go off to Never Never Land, which is also an unreal, delightful country existing only in imagination or in dreams or possibly reality, at least in that world of the the play, the musical, the movie. But, you know, at least in our real world, it's imagination. I want to go to Dreamland. We just rewatched Hook not that long ago, and it looks like a really fun place. Are th- how were these related to dreams? I don't know. Dreamscape, noun from 1948. Do you, are you, there's like, it's like manscaping where you're like trimming the hair on your body, but this is dreamscaping. So are you, you're trimming the fat from your dreams? How do you dreamscape? No, that's not at all what this is. It is a dreamlike Usually surrealistic scene, also a painting of a dreamscape. So this, yeah, visual representation of what maybe a dream is like. It's surreal. That's a really good way to describe it. Things ain't going to make sense. Uh, There might be, you know, maybe M.C. Escher would be considered to have dreamscapes, kind of. Uh, Things that are not possible. Maybe, ooh, who else? Um... Dali, Salvador Dali, his his things might be kind of a dreamscape for sure. Uh, Magritte, you could probably also say his things are kind of a dreamscape. Those are really the biggest two artists that I can think of who are in the surreal world. But uh, yeah, yeah, I like I like that kind of stuff. It's uh, interesting. I really like what was going in their brain when they made that. Dream Team, two words, noun from 1977, a team whose members are preeminent and, oh no, are preeminent in a particular field, as in a legal dream team. You got the best lawyers and attorneys helping you out. Uh, I think the first time that I really heard this this word used throughout the world in popular culture was... In, was it 1994 when basketball went to the Olympics and America sent their dream team of just the best basketball players ever in the entire world? And, uh, and of course, they destroyed all of the other teams. Um, but in 1977, what, what, wh- who, when did they use this? Who, who were they talking about in 1977? I'm very curious. It's a dream. You can make any sound you want. 
Dreamtime, one word, noun, often capitalized, from 1896, the time of creation in the mythology of the Australian Aborigines. Dreamtime is the time of creation. Ooh, I feel like we need to put a link in the show notes so we can learn more about this. So is this like the time before something existed? Maybe before uh, a human existed, like an individual human before they were born? They were living in dream time? Or maybe before the entire universe was created, all we had was dream time? This is a fascinating concept, and I'm curious to know more about it. That's the song in the dream world. Next is dream up, two words, transitive verb from 1941, to form in the mind. The synonyms are devise and concoct. Just dream up. What can you think of? What can you think of? Any new idea that that you haven't thought of before that you're making up now, you're dreaming it up. I don't know why I made that sound. That's a very, very sad moment in a dream. Dream vision. Two words, noun from 1906. A usually medieval poem having a framework in which the poet pictures himself as falling asleep and envisioning in his dream a series of allegorical people and events. Hmm, this is this is very interesting. I think um, we need to find an example of one of these dream vision medieval poems, uh, and maybe put something in the show notes for that. Because um, yeah, what are they what are they doing? So it's like somebody. It's very meta. I mean, it says it was coined in 1906, but a medieval poem makes me think that it's hundreds of years before that. Maybe we didn't have a name for it until 1906. That seems a little odd. But uh, yeah, it's meta. They're putting themselves in their own work as an excuse to write allegorical stories or something. That's an interesting one. Dream world is next. One word. Noun from 1817. A world of illusion or fantasy is a dream world. You're living in a dream world. you That's not possible. Your dreams are never going to come true. Get out of that dream world. Get into the reality world, the real world, where everybody has to have a job and make money and sell their soul to, to the corporations, the capitalist society, the money, all that fun stuff. Can we live in both, maybe? The next word is dreamy, the last of the dream words. Adjective from 1567, 1A, full of dreams, as in a dreamy night's sleep. I think I've heard that if you are woken up in, what is it, if you're in REM sleep, I think that is the time where you're doing most of your dreaming. Most or, yeah, I, I, I could be wrong. I think I might be right on that. And then if you are woken up suddenly from REM sleep, 
you are more likely to remember your dream. If you go through the natural processes of REM sleep to the lighter sleep, uh, back and forth, I think you do that a few times throughout the night, but if you were woken up when you're not in REM sleep, I think you've sort of naturally gone past it, so you might not remember it, um, which is why sometimes like if your alarm wakes you up and you're in the middle of your deeper sleep, uh, you might remember the dreams that you had. But if you've gone past it, then you might not. Uh, that's when they get a bit more fuzzy, like I think what happened to me this morning. Um, let's see. dream, Dreamy night sleep. A dreamy night sleep. I don't have anything else to say about that. Number 1B. Pleasantly abstracted from immediate reality. Dreamy. So pleasantly abstracted from immediate reality. So you're like, okay, the reality is here, but I'm I'm getting pulled away from that. I'm going into the dreamy world. I don't know. I'm having a little trouble figuring out what this definition is trying to say. Pleasantly abstracted. How are we using abstracted as a verb here? But it's nice. It's pleasant. It's very pleasant. Pleasantly abstracted from immediate reality. Um, I think this could have been a better definition, or an example would help. Two, given to dreaming or fantasy, like a person is very dreamy. They're constantly thinking about their dreams or their fantasies. 3A, suggestive of a dream or dreamlike state, as in dreamy eyes, also as in dreamy silence. Silence can be dreamy. I guess if you're dreaming, you probably are silent. 3B. Quiet and soothing is dreamy. Maybe my sound effect should have just been... 3C. The synonyms are delightful and ideal. Ooh, yeah, that uh, that plan is dreamy. I love that plan. It's very delightful and ideal. That's exactly the plan that we should do. Dreamily is an adverb. Dreaminess is a noun. And that's it for dreamy. Okay, a few more words that are not dreamy related. But I still have to make the sound effect. <sighs> Drear. D-R-E-A-R. Adjective from 1629, the synonym is dreary, uh, which is our next word, and drear is also a noun. So a noun or an adjective, and it's directly leading us to the next word. Dreary. Adjective from before the 12th century. One. Feeling, displaying, or reflecting listlessness or discouragement. I am f- I'm feeling discouraged, um, and so I'm feeling kind of dreary about uh, just uh, the state of the world. That's that's appropriate. Two, having nothing likely to provide cheer, comfort, or interest. There's nothing that's going to cheer me up, give me comfort, or encourage me. Or uh, uh, sorry, no, uh, give me interest. The synonyms are gloomy and dismal. Oh, yes, I definitely put gloomy, dismal, and dreary all in the same category. You're feeling down. Maybe the weather, the, maybe it's cloudy, uh, rainy, snowy. That might make you feel dreary. Uh, I would describe that day 
um, as being dreary. Not everybody would, but most people would, I think. And uh, yeah, it can put you in a dreary mood. Another synonym for the whole thing, we're seeing again the word dismal. Dismal. Drearily is an adverb, and dreariness is, is a noun. This is from the Old English drearig. I don't know how to say that word. Uh, that means sad or bloody. Whoa. Also from, I guess this is Old English, drior, which means gore, G-O-R-E. Akin to the, I mean, maybe uh, gore getting uh, an arm hacked off is going to be gory and bloody, and that would make me sad. Yeah, I would be sad if somebody gored me, made me bloody. Akin to the old high German truren, which means to be sad. Also from the Gothic driosan, which means to fall. I would also be sad if I fell down. Drek is next. D-R-E-C-K, or you can take out the C. Noun from 1922. The synonyms are trash and rubbish. This is a a Yiddish word, drek. Also from, this must be German, right? It's just a G. It's got to be German. How could it not be German? Uh, let's just confirm. I don't see that very often. Yeah, German. Uh, it's from the German Drek. That one has the C and also a capital D. Um, basically, it takes us down to Old English Thrax, and that means rubbish. So, uh, yeah, Drek. Drek is trash and rubbish. Ooh, this podcast is Drek. Wow. <laughs> The last word is dredge, but we have three forms. D-R-E-D-G-E. First form, verb from 1508, starting with transitive. 1A. To dig, gather, or pull out with or as if with a dredge. You're getting a thing out of a thing and you're using a dredge. You're dredging with a dredge. This is often used with the word up, like dredge up your feelings, bring them to the surface. 1B, to deepen as a waterway with a dredging machine. Uh, Yeah, I think this is basically like digging the dirt or something out of the way so then you can make it deeper. You can put in the thing, Uh, whatever you're doing. Yeah, you're dredging. Two, to bring to light by deep searching. This is also often used with the word up, as in dredging up memories. So this one is the better place for me to say dredging up my feelings, dredging up memories, bringing them back to the surface. Um, And of course, it looks like we have that directly from uh, dredging something physical with the dredge tool machine thing. And uh, that's when you're, yeah, pulling something out from underneath, pulling it, bringing it to the surface. So might as well, we we can do that with our feelings and memories as well. Um, Intransitive, number one, to use a dredge. And two, to search deeply. Let's look down deep into our dreams. Can we, let's let's dredge our dreams. 
I feel like I have to do that in the morning. And I'm like, oh, what was the dream? I know it's like right on the surface of my brain. I like have a feeling. I can feel it. There's little something, but I can't, I can't get it. I can't find the dream in my memories. I have to dredge real hard. And then sometimes something just hits me when I'm like in the shower. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what it was. Dredger is a noun. You know, anything can happen in the dream world. The second form of dredge is a noun from 1602. One, an apparatus, usually in the form of an oblong iron frame with an attached bag net, used especially for gathering fish and shellfish. Uh, these are, you know, the, the shellfish might be uh, dug into the into the sand, and so you need the dredge to get them out. But you know what? I think we should just leave them there. And uh, maybe I should post a picture on social media, at DictionaryPod, Instagram, and Twitter, so we can see what this dredge looks like. Oblong iron frame. Two, a machine for removing earth, usually by buckets on an endless chain, or... A suction tube. Uh, yeah, dredging, we're, we're removing earth. That's the big idea here. Removing earth, removing something so we can dig down deep and find what does the earth have for memories or feelings. Let's dredge them up to the surface. Three, a barge used in dredging. Uh, this is from the Old English drag, which means dragnet. And that makes sense because uh, that number one definition had this bag net thing, which I assume would be dragged along the bottom of the water to catch these fish and shellfish and things. So, uh, yeah, drag net related to dredge and then also from dragon, which means to draw. We have one more word. The third form of dredge is a, I think it's just a transitive verb, from 1596. And there's a lot of etymology. So this is to coat by sprinkling. And the thing that you're coating is probably food. And the thing that you are probably sprinkling the food with is flour. To coat food by sprinkling as with flour. So... You're putting flour, this is F-L-O-U-R, the thing that you use to bake with. You're sprinkling the flour on the food, and that's called dredging. And the one who is doing it is a dredger. And why are you doing this? What are you using this for? Well, the etymology says, uh, this is from the obsolete word dredge, same thing, which is a sweet meat. And it is from, let's see, uh, Latin... Tragemata, and that is also sweetmeats, uh, from the Greek tragimata, which is the plural of tragima, which means sweetmeat, <laughs> and that's from trogene, which means to gnaw, G-N-A-W, like you're gnawing on the meat, and I'm guessing this meat has been covered in flour. I don't know how to make a sweetmeat. It's used for some reason, this flour thing. So, uh, dredge, you're making, I guess making a sweet meat is dredging, and then you can also call your sweet meat dredge.
Wow, I was not expecting that one. All right, it is time for word of the episode time. Word of the episode time, word of the episode time, word of the episode time, it's word of the episode time. Today we had dream, dreamboat, dreamcatcher, dreamer, dreamland, dreamscape, dream team, dream time, dream up, dream vision, dream world, dreamy, drear, dreary, dreck, dredge, dredge, dredge. Well, I do believe it's going to be one of these dream words. Uh, Let's see. Do we like dream world? I want to live in a dream world. I think that's kind of like just, yeah, that's what I want, but I'm not in that. So why am I not in a dream world? Why can't we live in a dream world? Because we have real lives in three dimensions. Uh, Let's see. Dream vision, dream time. That the dream time was super interesting. Uh, dreamscape is, I think is pretty similar to dream world, but I guess a dreamscape is something that has been created and then dream world is more in your brain. Um, let's see. Dream land also similar to dream world. Hmm. Those are definitely similar. Uh, dream catcher. I like the idea. I never had one or used one. I don't know if they work, but I think it's a good idea. Might as well try to get rid of the bad dreams, block them, and catch the good ones. You gotta catch them all. Let's see. I don't know. I guess Dream World. Sure, let's pick Dream World. I want to live in a dream world. That's totally fine to want to live in a dream world. It's very practical. It's not in my imagination. It's a dream world. Okay, that's fine. Uh, let's see. Let's mention another movie that we watched. Uh, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, yes, Happy Texas. Happy Texas is the next movie that we watched. Um, I think I maybe saw this when it came out. I want to say 99 is when it was from. And... Um, it's, you know, it's a, it's a little dated. It's from its time. Uh, there's some interesting things. But, you know, it's also sweet and silly. Um, so, yeah, it's just uh, kind of a fun movie. Not to be taken very seriously at all. Okay, that is the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, which is going to be tomorrow, this has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.